Grade Punk Rock Street Trash Wastelands. Hello Brisbane, hello Melbourne, hello world! This is Wastelands, your B-grade punk rock street trash radio show, and we are your cane punk pariahs, your caffeine creeps, your B-grade ghouls. I'm Adam Obscene, and with me tonight, as always, is my longtime partner in slime, the mighty Marco Mark. Hey, Mr. Adam Obscene, great to see you, great to be with you. So we're going to get stuck straight into it, as we do now, and we're going to talk about our second in the follow-up to the trauma series we're doing, and before we go any further, check this out, dude. He was created out of violence and horror. He exists only to destroy the evil around him. He can't be reasoned with or bargained with. He can't be stopped. So if you've been bad, look out. It's your worst nightmare come true, the Toxic Avenger. If you've been bad, he'll get you good. Rated R, under 17, not admitted without start. The Toxic Avenger. Yes. Uh, 1984. A, uh, I guess the haiku is already pre-written for you, is a hideously deformed creature of superhuman size and strength from New Jersey. <laughs> That's Joey Diaz. Um, Joey Diaz. Hey! Fuck it. Um, so, The Toxic Avenger was a 1984 um, American superhero black comedy by Troma, directed by Lloyd Kaufman and Michael Herz, the founders of... Uh, Troma, it would go, you go as far as say is that this was the turning point for Troma is before 1984, they, Troma was really just producing sleazy sex comedies like Squeeze Play and, you know, of, you know, things that would have been inspired by Porky's and, you know, that sort oh, of yeah. thing. Uh, Luke Kaufman in this has said that uh, at a time that he was, uh, he, he was thinking about doing a film in a gym club, like a gym, and um, there was lots of issues going around at the time of radiation and, like, it was the it was the cold, you know, coming out of the Cold War, and he wanted, and he read somewhere that horror was dead, and he went, horror's not dead. I can, like, it's not dead, Mark. It's not dead. It's not dead. It's 1984. It's the Reagan years. There is no way that horror is dead. Uh, and they're guess, just getting started. And, like, the cool thing about um, this film is that it's it's got a bunch of no, nobodies in it. They they were nobodies because they were, this was a B-grade film company. But interestingly enough, it launched the careers of lots of nobodies to become B-grade actors, and they pop up in lots nice. of films. And a, and a lot of the actors in this uh, turn up in a lot of other trauma films. Um. So basically, I'm going to get a little bit intellectual on this because I think that straight up, this looks like a schlocker, a gore-fest, self-aware schlocker that is just so taking the piss out of superhero films. And it does, but there's actually mm-hmm. other stuff in it as well, which I think really, um, really sort of, it sort of really hits a nerve with me and I like it because it's actually punk as fuck. Um and I cool. must say too that this spawned three sequels: a, a Broadway musical and a TV's a TV eighties t- cartoon show with a oh, toy line, which I find hilarious because that is um, so good. Because how messed up this film is, and then it becomes a, a cartoon series. Um, just to get a little bit of a vibe on this, I'm going to play some clips so that you so the listeners can get a um, 
and feel for it and uh, we re-familiarise ourselves with it and we're going to launch back into some, some talking after this. Keep it up, Bozo, keep it up. But remember, there's only one muscle you got to worry about. Yeah. Great. So, the Toxic Avenger, Mark. What are your memories of the Toxic Avenger? <clears throat> I remember it was huge at one stage. But, uh, it was kind of the same level of uh, infamy as uh, Garbage Pail Kids, that sort of thing. Um, I remember watching it with you. I remember it being really well done for this genre, for this schlock B-grade genre. I, I remember it being really well done. And um, I was amazed that, yeah, it spawned so much um, spin-off stuff, including merchandise. Remember the merchandise was big? Yeah, it was massive. And I think that what's cool about the Toxic Avenger is that he really exists as, a, as an anti-hero. Like, it's... Mm-hmm. it's it, it is totally the opposite of everything that was happening in the 80s at the time. And, yep. and this is what I wanted to sort of like, when you think about it, this was Reagan-era America where basically, you know, the security of the middle-class conformity and, you know, the whole capitalism and corporate greed was being celebrated, you know, like urban yep. blight, um, environmentalism, um, you know, social justice was relegated to the things that only hippies and punks thought about two, you know, 20 years, you know, ago in the last yep. the last two decades. Um, and you think about it, like, the cinemas were filled with, like, and don't get me wrong, I love a good action movie, an 80s action movie, the hilarious. Hell yeah. All the, all the dudes seem to be John. John McLean, John Rambo, you know, John Matrix. Oh, yeah. Like, they were John, yeah. John, John, John Average. Um, but they really were the personification of, like, 80s capitalism and a patriarchy that was violently asserting itself, like, in its ideas over everybody. So this mm-hmm. is a time where, like, you know, like, they were, they were asserting their violence on weirdos and freaks and troublemakers and basically anybody who was, like, a misfit or an outcast, someone that yep. didn't, like, play to the status quo. Yep, and then, yep. And then so, and I don't know if Troma deliberately meant to do this, but in doing, in, in creating the Toxic Avenger, they sort of created a parody hero who was a f- misfit and a freak. He was the, yep. the, the, he would have been the villain in any other, any other film. He was the monster that people were rooting for. And yep. his arch nemesis's were hiding in normality and the system. Nice. Okay. So, you know, like he was, he was fighting the man, you know. Yeah, this cool. Is at Tromaville, which is in New Jersey, um, fictional Troma land. 
is like this town that, you know, he might have, like, I've got to say, like, I don't know if you remember, but the Toxic Avenger's superpower was that he'd go into violent fits of rage whenever he was in close proximity to pure evil. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So basically it was like... Classic. It was basically, you know, if you're a bad guy, he can tell you're a bad guy and he's going to fuck you up. Yep. (laughs) He's allergic to evil. He's allergic to evil, but he had superhuman sided strength so he could do something about it. So he had this thing where like... He would walk around the streets and he was hideously deformed and he had a blind girlfriend. He lived in a toxic waste dump and, you know, like Tromaville was like overrun by gangsters and petty crime. And he would first, and he'd take out the muggers and the petty thieves. But his real war was with the mayor and the police department who were basically funding the gangs and, you know, colluding with the corporate polluters. And here comes the whole environmental message that lumps in with it. And what nice. So what I think is like it's all this, and then so he's going on the journey. And look, the the being in pure the, the the close proximity to pure evil gave him the excuse to go bloody ballistic. And yep. there is some one of the most violent scenes that I've ever seen committed to film. In this, oh no! And and it's great because it's done with all the flavor and pizzazz that a B grade trauma film will give you. Oh yeah, but. What's interestingly is it its climax doesn't end in a massive battle. And this is the other thing. It doesn't turn into like a a typical Hollywood blockbuster where there's a battle and the bad guy comes in and it's, you know, oh, he's going to, and he falls down, but he's going to get back. It, it totally disregards with that. And the, the finale is kind of like a citizen's uprising around Toxie. That's right. And, and so it's almost like, He's the, you know, it's a symbol of like downtrodden underclass rage where he like just rips the guts out of the mayor and the mayor's Incredible. Just like, and I just think, <laughs> you know, like they created a socially aware film with a punk rock edge. Yep. You know, like they it did. Was, it was so, you know, when you look back at it, it was so punk rock. I love that. Were there any punk bands in the um, soundtrack? I don't know. I don't know. Oh. We'll have to we'll have to check that. They generally like this was, and I'm not sure it didn't really have. I don't think it had a notable soundtrack because no. this was sort of the like the the really rocking soundtracks of Troma sort of came later. Yeah, like in the later films. This was really the first cab off the rank for Troma. So sure, but, uh, okay. But I love the fact that he's like the anti-hero. That in much the same yeah. way as Eddie from Trick or Treat. You know, the rag man could have gone wrong. He was the misfit and he saves the day. I think this is the same sort of deal, you know, like mm-hmm. um, the, the who would normally be the traditional villain is actually the hero. And Love that. would normally be the, the saviors, the police department and the sheriff and the mayor are actually the villains. Nice. Well done. I love that. That's cool. Well done, Troma, for putting turning shit oh. on its head with a nice dose of gore and comedy. Yeah. And Adam, well done you for that analogy. That's really cool. So I love Toxic Avenger. It's one of my favorite films. Um, I really recommend with all the pre-warnings that we always put out with these films is that <laughs> you watch them not on your own, in a, in a joyful mood, and be prepared with an open mind to look at a timestamp of 1984. Oh yeah, and you will enjoy this. Um, you will enjoy this immensely. Um, so yeah, look, uh, 
I don't know there's much more we can say about it. I'm not even going to go into the plot except for I just totally ruined the spoiler at the end. But, look, it's mm. not the storyline. It's not you can follow the storyline and that's, you know, great. But it's visu- It's a visual feast. It's a visual yep. feast of, like, depravity and comedy and splatter and, you know, like yep. the makeup of Toxie is unreal and just – It's so good. And it is how – and I guess it's really important to watch this film because this is the formation of Tromaville. This is Tromaville, the fictional town that Troma has created that pops up in all other films beyond, you know, like Class of Newcomb High, a whole heap of other films are based in Tromaville. This is the town. This is the origin story of that town. Wow. Um, you sort of watch this and then you get it. You know, it's gotcha. a, it's a t- yeah. you know. New Jersey. Let's start here. In the eighties, New Jersey was the uh, nuclear radiation polluting capital of the world. Um, yes, I don't know if that's fact or fiction, but we're going to say that pretty convincingly. Uh, I, I think it might be. Look, all I remember is a couple of weeks ago, Joey Diaz said pretty much the exact same thing. Oh well, if on Joe, his podcast, if Joey said it. The damn straight dude. Hey, he grew up there. He grew, he grew up, up there. there. He, 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 he would have, like, seen the shit that the Toxic Avenger was trying to stamp out. He probably, he <laughs> probably, probably. probably. the shit that the Toxic Avenger was trying oh. to stamp out. But <laughs> Tox- Toxic moment. Avenger and Joey Diaz and maybe a couple of the guys from the Misfits. My favorite things about New Jersey. Yeah, it's like a, it's a Hall of Fame. Uh, we keep on seeming to head back to New Jersey for some reason too, which is hilarious. We know. do, we do. We'll have to do a U.S. bombs. I think you, are U.S. bombs from New Jersey. I think so. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll, 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 it's just it's a recurring theme that happens, and you'll after more and more episodes, this will become a drinking game of recurring themes. Because yeah. funnily enough, we have a. I thought we had a quite a deep pool of uh, interests, but this show uh, called Wastelands <laughs> kind of actually shows out that it's quite narrow, quite niche, quite underground. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. Punk rock and B-grade movies. And That's it. Uh, yeah, street trash. Street trash. Look, that's, like I said, I'm going to put, unfortunately, you can't get this online. It was online and then it fell offline. Um you're just going to mm-hmm. have to go and do pay-per-view. Um, one thing yep. I uh, want to just pre- quickly put out is uh, future Oscar winner Marissa Tomei has a uh, CS. It was an extra in this film, uncredited. She's coming out of the shower for about three seconds. If you can pick that up, you're a better man than I because I missed it. I had to go back and look at the clips to try and find it. So I bet you did. I did. <laughs> so that's it. I will say for now, um, episodes new and old of Wastelands can be found on Spotify, Stitcher, tuned in Mixcloud, and on the Apple Podcast app. You just punch in Wastelands Radio Show and you will find us. We're on YouTube, Wastelands Radio Show. We're social handles, Wastelands Radio Show. Wastelands.com.au is where you can find the liner notes and other bits and pieces, and you can email us at wastelandsradioshow at gmail.com. That was the Toxic Avenger, man. Um, I've got a little treat for you for the end of this episode. Um, it's uh, the opening theme song to the Toxic Crusaders, the uh, animated cartoon for the, uh, the Toxic Avenger, and you can see that it is totally cheesy and totally radical. Dude, because it was like the 80s. But right now, if you give me permission, sir, is there anything yes. else you would like to add? Oh, look, I've been really enjoying the comments section on the socials lately. 
thanks everyone that's been uh, making contact with us. And uh, keep it up. It's good night from me. And it's good night from him.